August 3rd, 2016. This is episode 3 of Daily Weekly, coming at you live from Galway, Ireland. My name is Lucian Daily. I'm joined today in studio by Shane Kelly and Michael McAndrew. How are you today? Are you enjoying your week? This is going to be a great show. are you today shane Grand. do we have another guest joining us by phone i think so Phil, are you there plug him in here plug him in <laughs> hold on hello hello take off the case turn up turn up the just take off the case turn up the volume on your phone to max as well yeah take off yeah, the, turn yeah, up yeah. the volume on your phone keep that in mind <laughs> for god's sake shane this is oh the my height, god, oh the my height, god. The height of professionalism, right? Yeah. Now. Hello. Dolly. Turn up the volume on your phone to Max. Yeah. Alright, oh, we, we hear you. Oh, that's good. How are you, Dolby? Not too bad. Welcome to Daily Weekly. Hello? Yeah. Oh, is there? It's not. Well, turn off I don't speaker. think it's coming in through the. No, it's definitely yeah, not coming no, in. No, no, no. Turn off speaker. Oh, turn off speaker. Hello? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's better. Is yeah. that coming to the It's really quiet. I'll have to boost it on the thing. I uh, know. I'll leave him. Shane, your Shane, your your audio is too loud. Yeah. Yeah. Well. It's because he's nearer to the phone than anyone else. Don't we speak? Just one of the things you have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's louder. He's fine. He's fine. Okay. Cool. Shane. Yep. It is raining right now. Do you want to act out a scene from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? Sure. Act one, scene one. <laughs> Just a random scene there. King's Cross. Here, will I like take a picture of it so I can read it? Here, wait. I'll get my copy. Doby, no, Doby, get oh, your no, copy. Co- yeah, yeah. Doby, yeah. get his copy, and Doby and Shane can do the opening scene. No, but there's like way more than two characters. Hang on. Who cares? You just alternate. Two seconds. Oh, well, yeah, there's like... Couple characters. Yeah. I have it in my hand right now. Do we have to do a different okay. voice for every Act character? Act one, scene one. Yeah, you do. Okay, Shane, there you go. Uh, I'm doing my own voice, so. Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's just supposed to work. Hang on, I just want to take off. Actually, the cover, the velvety cover is really nice. The like, velvety cover. Do we have the same version of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that velvet. <laughs> You're talking that golden cover that's like just like every other. Oh, velvet, velvet yeah. No, it's different. It's not like. Papers. Wait, did you? Did all right, all right. Which <laughs> glossy? Like, I know what you mean. Which, who am I? All right, okay. I'll read the opening scene. Oh, Lucian, you read the description. I'll read. The, no, I have it here. Okay. Oh, okay. King's Cross, a busy and crowded station. Wait, hold on. Who am I? Uh, you're Albus and and Dobie's Harry. But th- who's James and Ginny and uh, I don't know. Just alternate. I'll be some of them. A busy and crowded station, full of people trying to go somewhere. Amongst the hustle and bustle, two large cages rattle on top of two laden trolleys. They're being pushed by two boys, James Potter and Albus Potter. Their mother, Ginny, follows after. A 37-year-old man, Harry, has his daughter, Lily, on his shoulders. Yeah. Is that me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, he keeps saying it. James, give it a rest. I only said he might be in Slytherin, and he might, so... 
Fine. You'll lie to me, won't you? Every day if you want us to. No, not every day. James says most people only get letters from home about once a month. I don't want to. We rode your, to your brother three times a week last year. What? James? Yes, you, you may not want to believe everything he tells you about Hogwarts. He likes a laugh, your brother. Can we go now, please? All you have to do is walk straight at the wall between platforms 9 and 10. I'm so excited! Don't stop and don't be scared you crash into it. That's very important. <laughs> Best do it a run if you're nervous. I'm ready! Harry and Lily put their hands on Albus's trolley. Ginny joins James's trolley. Together, the family run hard into the barrier. Download read more. PDF.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what? I don't even want to do any more. That this concludes this, our, this week's reading. I, I want to talk. Harry Potter. Harry Potter Wait, okay. Doby, how far? Are you going to read the rest of it? No, it's garbage. Because I'm going spo- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to drop some spoilers right now, okay? Uh, yeah. Fuck no, Spoiler uh, alert. Actually, I kind of read the plot on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right, I haven't finished it. I haven't as, finished As did I. I haven't finished it, so neither of you spoiled the ending, oh. but I'm, I'm like three quarters of the way through. And I'm gonna sp- I, I think it's, okay, what happened was I started, I think I read like three scenes, and then I was like, oh my God, it's so bad. And then yeah. I went to go read it on Wikipedia, and they're like, oh my God, it's still so bad. And I started to read, so I didn't finish that. Okay. Honestly, I don't care if you spoiled it. All right, so I'm going <laughs> to drop some spoilers here. So uh, here are things I have, here are problems I have with the, the book uh, so far, the play. Uh, Harry Potter is a terrible parent. He is a terrible garbage parent. His treatment of Albus is horrendous. He is not fair. He is not just. He is not considerate. Harry Potter would never be such a bad parent. It's completely uncharacteristic. He would never be so sub- stubborn and so rude with well, a child well, of like, his. He never had anyone to teach him how to be a parent. He had Dumbledore, Hagrid. But maybe it's not just about being a parent. It's about being a nice person in general. Yeah. But see, Harry... Okay, fine. Harry was raised as a child by two disgusting, horrible people. And he turned out... Vernon and Petunia. But then he was was around such wonderful people. The the Weasley parents, Dumbledore, McGonagall. Lovely people. Yeah, he had more... He had some good parental... But maybe it is... Maybe he is... I mean, he's obviously not as bad a parent as Vernon and Petunia were. Um, But his treatment of Albus when Albus starts to go downhill halfway through is is quite unfair. I'll tell you, there's a point in this play when it... it, yeah. Maybe that's the point that they're trying to make. Like, I mean, he was a great wizard, but not a great father. Maybe uh, he so seems like, to have ba- been balancing yeah. being, you know, a minister and a wizard. Yeah. with you know, being a parent and a father. And there's a point in the play when Albus seems to be sort of turning into a bit of a an emo. And I genuinely thought that this was going to lead to a Hogwarts school shooting. Using, you know, a lot of Expelliarmus charms. And, and I genuinely thought this is where the book was going. I thought they're going to put a school shooting in Hogwarts using magic because Albus seemed to be turning into the kind of character who was going to go on a rampage. But then Albus just suddenly kind of got okay again, and he's not a psychopath. So it was just a phase. It was just a phase, but it's a very badly <laughs> right. structured play. Okay, so I think it's time for fanfic. No, no, I'm, yeah, ta- I'm no, going no, through no, all no, my no. other problems Adam, with this. You Adam. can do that in a while. You can do that in a while. All right. Uh, the All rumors right. surrounding get yourself warmed up. Yeah. Toby. the yeah, rumors surrounding Scorpius's parentage were the Wait, first. Who's Scorpius? Scorpius is Draco's son. However, what a name! Man. However, this is the rumor about Scorpius that they used a time turner. Now, this probably turns out to be true at the end of the play, but I don't know yet, so don't tell me. They use a time turner to put Scorpius's mother's uterus back in time and have Voldemort impregnate her. So Voldemort is impregnated. Scorpius's mother, who then dies halfway through the book. So Draco Malfoy's so, Scor- so, 
so yeah, so yeah, so Scorpius Malfoy. So Draco is basically adopted Voldemort's son. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is that true? Or... Uh, I don't know yet because I haven't finished the book. At the moment, it's a rumor. So yeah, it says it's a, it says a rumor in the it's... first one of the first scenes. Of yeah, it does. Um, Albus and Scorpius's friendship is far more believable as a gay romance than platonic friendship, and I hope that the playwright doesn't chicken out of going there. Although I get the impression that they will. Well, there was that article, remember? Yes, there, exactly. That that was evidence that they were. Yeah, because Albus and Scorpius are an okay couple. I mean, they every interaction they have seems to be rooted in some sort of uh, in sexual tension. Like, how old were they? No, fifteen. Yeah. It, it seems reasonable. Yeah. I I just don't know why they wouldn't do it. It seems like it would please everybody. Harry Potter fans are maybe, like maybe they just didn't want to force it. Yeah, I, maybe. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with having strong platonic friendships in this, but the way that this friendship is written badly, like everything else in this play, it, it just seems that I'd buy it. I'd buy it more if they were lovers than friends. Anyway, All right. um, using a time turner to erase the heartbreaking, poignant ending of *Goblet of Fire* is pretty much the in-story version of what Thorne has done by writing this horrendous play. Cedric's death was a necessary storytelling device, the motivation for Harry to fight Voldemort in the later books. So by going back and killing Cedric, or by saving Cedric, that was never going to work. It was always going to be shit, and it was like, really stupid. The time traveling it. devices are just a bad thing in stories. No, yeah. Uh, I like, mean, well, in the but pr- Prisoner of Azkaban, the yeah. time turner is used very well. It's very, very clear. Prisoner know, of Azkaban like, is a great once book. Once you have a fucking time turner, why don't you just use it all exactly. the time? They should, like, exactly. They shouldn't have it. Well, the, the rule of the time turner is you can only go back like an hour, which is what they do in Prisoner of Azkaban. But in this yeah. play, they ignore that. They go back 20 years. Yeah. So that's idiotic. Well, that's Wait, sense. like, was it only capable of going back? No, it's just there were problems when you go back 20 years. So they do oh, go back 20 years, okay. but there are problems crazy. It's stupid. They should have left the t- time turners... Should, should have been left after Prisoner of Azkaban oh, yeah, and never yeah, used yeah, again. Yeah. That one thing with saving the Hippogriff and, and Sirius Black and never again. Because they're too... Wait, was it used Wait, in no, the fifth book? Was, no. no. Oh, no, that was... Book, but yeah, yeah. Which, was it in... It was... Which book was it? Pr- Prisoner of Azkaban. Third one. Was it the fifth one? No, nope. third. Nope. Third one. They're all destroyed in the third book, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, no, they're all destroyed in the fifth, but they don't use any in the fifth. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, they're all destroyed. What? Yeah, they're all destroyed, but, but we learn in this book that that didn't actually happen. Oh. That's a Ministry of Magic secret. Yeah. Okay. No, like, like Hillary Clinton not telling anyone about the time turners. <laughs> it's, it, it's a garbage plot. Yeah. See, no, oh, it's absolutely... It might be, it might, actually, it might make a good play, but... Yeah, no, I think the play would be enjoyable, but the plot is... Like, they'll bring out another one now and it'll turn out Dumbledore hasn't actually died. Well, that is my next point. Severus Snape's death... I can't imagine a play getting time travel right. Yeah, I know. But uh, Severus Snape's death is like the most beautiful moment in Deathly Hallows. It is one of the best moments in the whole series. And what do they do? They bring Snape back. And it's horrendous. His dialogue is so... So bad. He's like giving dating advice to to Scorpius. Like, it's, it's <laughs> well, he didn't. What wrong man? I suppose. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, he wasn't very successful. This is a quote. A quote from Snape. Dumbledore. Dumbledore's dead, and my work for him was public. I taught in his school. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> anyway, I still need to give you. Go- I need to read out the best. This is the best line in the. This is the paragraph that really sums up this, this play. The umbridge one. Yes. This is. So, Scorpius, Harry Potter's dead, Dolores Umbridge. 
Have you swallowed something funny in there? Become a mudblood without any of us noticing? Harry Potter died over 20 years ago as part of that failed coup on the school. He was one of those Dumbledore terrorists we bravely overthrew at the Battle of Hogwarts. Now come along. I don't know what game you're playing, but you're upsetting the Dementors and entirely ruining Voldemort Day. And the Parseltongue whispers grow louder and louder, grow monstrously loud, and giant banners with snake symbols upon them descend over the stage. Voldemort Day, we cut to black. But Voldemort Day is just so... Voldemort Day. They could have called it like the Day no, of the no. Dark Lord. Yeah, exactly. Lord they could have called it the Dark Lord Day. But the... Voldemort Day is just it... so stupid. The me- the Santa Claus Day. Day. The best line from that was Dumbledore Terror. I know, the Dumbledore Terror. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Dumbledore terrorists. <laughs> I mean, Dumbledore was dead. No, it's like a primary school person. Yeah, exactly. Right now, yeah, exactly. exactly. The current world it's like, issue but it's like Dumbledore that. died before the Battle of Hogwarts, so they wouldn't even have been called Dumbledore terrorists uh, at the time. Well, no, they wouldn't have been. He was dead. Yeah, but, yeah okay. That's the, he was dead. Oh, it's so dumb. Oh. What was the group called in the fifth book? The Order of the Phoenix. No, not the like when all the students. No, the Order like, of the Phoenix. That was the kids. No. Yeah, they were like. Already, I thought that was just the older. No, well, they were like the Junior Order of the Phoenix. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I think. Um, so that's really dumb. Uh, using so basically, when when Albus and and Scorpius travel back in time to to save Cedric, they bring along Delphi Diggory as their sort of token female, right? Yeah. Now, the problem I had with this is you have Hermione's daughter in the play as a character. And they don't use her. And they don't use her. She's so underused. And 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 uh, is it a race thing? I'll tell you my problem with the race is in this book. Is she ginger? She's the problem. Here's the problem I, I have with the play. So so Hermione has a black daughter. Okay. Now when they travel back in time and they meet Hermione as a child, yeah. it says in the book that Hermione as a child should be played by the same actress who played Hermione as an or who played Hermione's daughter. However. Harry Potter as a child is not played by the same actor who played uh, Harry's son. son yeah. So what you're essentially doing is saying the audience won't notice the difference between two black girls. Let's use one black girl for two characters. Yeah. That's very problematic. Because well, they're not doing it for the white wait, characters. Wait. Harry has three sons, doesn't he? Wait, so that's maybe. Two. Two. In yeah. the protagonists. What? what? Hermione is black in this play. Did you not know yeah. that? I did not know. Yeah, she is. Look up pictures online. The, the actress is playing Hermione yeah, or black. The, yeah. I saw the photos. That's the They're twist. interesting. And it's fine. I have no problem with Hermione being black. I don't like Hermione anyway. She's a terrible character, so you may as well change her ethnicity. It's, it makes no difference. I, but the whole Emma point... Watson's portrayal of Hermione is like the worst thing about those films. But like when I was reading the original books, I keep thinking, yes, she is a she's white, a, yeah, she's a stuck yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, schoolgirl. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not black. That's true. And at the point she's at now, she's the minister of magic. So I think they wanted to have an empowering black yeah. woman. They wanted to change yeah. her character. So. But genuinely, reading the play where we don't have to actually but see like, black Hermione. Were, I mean, I'm I'm picturing her, when when I'm reading this play, I'm picturing Hermione as a black woman, right? Because yeah. I don't know what Emma Watson will look like when she's fifty. So instead, I'm I'm picturing yeah. the actress who's playing her in the play. Like, I looked when, at no photos of her. But having okay. the Having young Hermione and her daughter play by the same black actress is is bad. But like when they were casting the play, were (laughs) they looking specifically for a black actress, or did that just happen? No, it was like the best actress. No, no, no. It was like a storytelling choice. She was going to be black. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not relevant. You could easily put on this play with a white actress. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but they've said that in future productions with different casts, they're going to use black actresses too, because there aren't any other black characters in it. So anyway, Delphi Diggory is a waste of space. They should have used Rose. Granger Weasley for that character. Um, 
Also, it's funny how Harry's kids have the surname Potter and Hermione and Ron's kids have a double barrel name, Rook Ranger Weasley, because clearly oh. Hermione is more of a feminist than, she wears the than Ginny. Yeah, Ginny clearly doesn't care. She's just like, oh. The That's Gin- weird. Like, yeah. I mean, because there's nothing wrong with just taking P- Potter's surname, but why would they not just call their kids Weasley? I guess it's because Weasley are sort of, they're sort of, maybe it's a class Lower thing. class. Yeah, they are. Like the, well, the Grangers aren't wizards, though. I they're mudbloods. They're yeah. mudbloods. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's weird. Anyway. I don't know. <clears throat> okay, so anyway, Delphi Diggory is a terror. Uh, wait, ter- wait. Lucian used an offensive wizarding term. I know. I'm sorry. The correct term is uh, is, is uh, non is muggle. Yeah. Well, muggleborn. Muggleborn. Yeah. Uh, um, did Umbridge die in the fifth book? No. Uh, I apologize to all. Muggle-born. No, Umbridge is. But did she come back after? Umbridge that? is in the seventh movie because she's the she's in the seventh book because she is the head of magical law enforcement at the, at the ministry oh, okay. in the seventh book. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if she dies. I don't think she does. But like when she's taken away by the old giant that time? Yeah, no, she, she's there? just taken away oh, from Hogwarts. Yeah. She lives, though. No, but then, like, they, didn't, they didn't kill her. Yeah, oh, they didn't, no, 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 she lives. Like, yeah. All right. Um, so basically, they, when so they... Because fr- she, she had one of the horcruxes and it made her go all evil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh. She had, she, uh, yes, and she also had Mad-Eye Moody's eye in her door. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, it's been so long since I read the books. Oh. I, can't, I actually can't remember. Just all watch that. the films. Like, I prefer the films to the books. To be honest, when Albus and Scorpius unsuccessfully make their first attempt at going back in time to change the past, then come back to the present to discover the bad side of the world. This is the first time they fuck with the past, right? This isn't the time with Voldemort days. Before that, right. they they go to Hogwarts, and uh, first of all, uh, who doesn't exist? Rose doesn't exist because Ron and Hermione never got together. But also, Hermione is a mean defense against the dark arts teacher. And she gives them all loads of detention and stuff. And it's just, it's just so horrible. And then Hermione and Ron have a conversation. And I'm going to now read this to you. So then I've just gone back in time and killed Voldemort when he was a child. Yeah, but they don't want to kill Voldemort. They want to kill... I know. But... Yes, exactly. That makes a lot more sense. It makes a lot more sense. They just want to save Cedric. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Exactly. But the thing is, if they hadn't killed Voldemort, like, that would have led to them not existing. Because in order for them to exist, you need the majority. Of... Like, the thing is, they thought Cedric's death was inessential yeah. whereas if they'd gone back and saved Voldemort then maybe Harry and Ginny would have never gotten together and those kids would never have been born I suppose but I'm trying to find the oh, just time travel is just not a good thing I know because like, there's definitely not Yeah. but I'm trying to find the conversation that Ron and Hermione have because it's really embarrassing um, let me see what's it about Basically, Hermione and Ron are. This is basically when they change the past. So Ron and Hermione never got together. So Ron and, and Albus comes in. He thinks they're married because he's from the you know the past. Wait, so know. who goes back in time? Scorpius and Albus. Oh, okay. I'm trying to find it. Are now. they the only two that go back in time? Though? Uh, yeah. So why did they save Cedric then? They didn't know. Because they were asked to, but no, because Cedric's dad asks Harry to do it, and Harry won't do it. So so Albus, in an act of uh, defiance against his father uh, decides He's to do back it. in time and saves a guy he never knew. Yeah. I can't find this. Man. Wait, I found, yes. I, found, I found a line. I would find a line I'd like to read by Snape. Okay. If you're found outside, the Dementors will kiss you. <laughs> I know. But uh, the Dementors kiss is a, is a thing in the books, but the way he phrased it there just sounds so terrible. They will kiss you. They will kiss you. <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't say what it means, but it's just, just like such a comical line. Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape, Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, where is that? Ron Weasley. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hermione, 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 Hermione Granger. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Oh, I can't Turn to page 364. I miss Alan Rickman. I'm actually going to go to page 364 and see what's there. Don't spoil it, though, because it's something about werewolves. Yeah, I haven't gotten there. I'm only on page... I'm only on page 222, so don't spoil it. Um, oh, no, me. I'm trying to find the conversation between Ron and Hermione, and I'm really struggling to find it. Well, how far into it did you read? I'm this far into it, but I don't know, how, I don't know where it is. I need a... I need a... I need a PDF of it. Cursed Child PDF. Is this just this week's episode, Daily Weekly, so just on Harry Potter? Yeah. Why not? Toby, where are you right now? The wrong week. Come on, listeners. <laughs> I'm currently in France. Did we go? Where, where, where in France? It is currently a beautiful 30 degrees, and I've right. gone for like two or three different swims today, and they're all very, very nice. And you're sitting inside on a podcast in Ireland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, no, it's depressing. I'm actually going to go outside. I've... <laughs> Uh, Where are you in France? Because they have these like kind of shutters. Oh. I've noticed like in Spain and France when I've been there, they're just like security shutters, kind of like really purge kind of thing. <laughs> here's the wiki, that's like my shutter moving up. That's to stop the heat, I think, more than security. Um, no, because there's blinds as well. That's definitely security. No, because no, I'm outside. Yeah, I'm outside now. All right. Where are you what, what, what temperature is it, Dobie? 30 degrees. That's fairly warm. It's about 30 degrees in this room now. It's <laughs> boiling. It's about 26 in here. Is it actually? Yeah, we, we, we built a little temperature sensor that, like, tracks upstairs. Uh, yeah, there we, we go. We made it with a retro I found this. I found this, con- I found this conversation. Oh, I kind of want okay. you guys... I kind of want yeah, you guys... Okay. Uh, yeah, Shane, you read it. Just this whole scene. Act no, 2. I'm Act like 2, it. scene 17. No, Mike, come on. Mike, you have to come here and do... Come over here and read half of it. Move the mic around. <laughs> which which <laughs> mic? <laughs> yeah. All so right. what are we... Uh, it's act 2, scene... Act 2, scene 17. Will I be Ron or will I be... Uh, Mike will be Hermione and do a voice. <laughs> right. what, pa- what page? Uh, what page? You read the intro. What there. page is it? Uh, one five Ron nine. is walking I down don't have the staircase. Dobie, 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 read the intro. 159. Yeah, 159. Ron is walking down the staircase, consumed, and then he sees Hermione, and expression changes entirely. Professor Granger. Hermione looks across. Her heart leaves a bit too, though she won't admit it. Ron, what are you doing here? My pantry got in a little bit of trouble in potions <laughs> class. Was showing off, of course, but the wrong thing with the wrong thing, and now he has no eyebrows and a rather, la- rather large mustache, apparently, which doesn't suit him. I didn't want to come, but Padma said that when it comes to facial growth, some needs are brothers. <laughs> Have you done something with your hair? Just combed it, I suspect. Well, combing suits you. <laughs> Hermione looks at Ron slightly, slightly strangely. Ron, will you stop looking at me like that? You know, Harry's boy Albus said to me the other day, that he thought you and I were married. Ha, 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 ha. Ridiculous, I know. <laughs> Very ridiculous. He even thought we had a daughter. That'd be strange, wouldn't it? Doby's gone. So ah, just keep Dobie's reading. Gone. More than strange. 
Sorry. The two lock eyes. Hermione is the first to break away. More than strange. <laughs> exactly. What happened we're, there? Did, we're did friends. Sh- shut up, though. Be quiet. Absolutely. Only friends. <laughs> Only friends. Funny word. Funny word, friends. Not, not, <laughs> not that funny. It's a word, really. Friend. Friends. Funny friend. Friend. You, my funny friend. Oh. My Hermione. <laughs> not not that my Hermione, you know, understand. Oh, not God. my Hermione. Not boy. shut the fuck up, Dolly. <laughs> not mine, you know, but... I know. I know. <laughs> There's a pause. There's a pause. Neither. Oh yeah, don't be worried. Right this is Shut your mouth. I want you to start again. There's a pause. Neither of them moves the smallest inch. Everything feels too important for movement. Then Ron coughs. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no point. Uh, well, must get on. Sort Pandre out. Teach him finer arts of mustache grooming. <laughs> he walks on. He turns. Oh, this is quality. He hurries on again. Your hair really does very much suit you. And see. Alright. So that was one of my favourite scenes from Harry Potter with the Cursed <laughs> Child. Terrible. Um, oh my god. I'm not sure what oh, else there is to hard. I'm not sure what else very, there is. Very hard to listen to and read. Yeah. I mean, whatever. This is an insult to Harry Potter. I regret spending money on it. Sort. I don't know if I do, though. I'm kind of glad I'm reading it, because I need to know how bad it is. I need to tell the world. Right. Is it time for, is it time for fanfic yet? Yeah. Go, go ahead. All right. All right. I'll let you guys decide, okay? There's pure Hermione. Wait, sorry. Start that again. First one is called pure Hermione. Pure Second one is... Pure Hermione. Pure Hermione. The second one's called The Master's Touch. Okay. And then the last one's called The Voldemort and His Hidden Series. Uh, uh, the last one sounds interesting. No, and His Kitten. Uh, What's yeah. the second one? Master's Touch. Yeah. Uh, just give us a quick summary of all of them, I suppose. Yeah, but then I, then I have to read them first. Oh, no. I, I don't read someone else's fan fiction. It's not worth reading. Oh, this isn't your own. Yeah, okay. Dude, I mean, just do the first one. one. Kind of I hate Harry Potter fan fiction. It's awful. I'll read the first two paragraphs. All right, all right. The day on which, the day on which Lord Voldemort's life changed considerably was a quiet Sunday. Already in the early morning hours, the sun shone, the sun <laughs> shone brightly through the curtains of the dark lord's bedroom. The rays tickling his face. It's a good choice of words. Birds were singing gleefully, oh, okay, while sitting on the branches of the willow in the garden. And it promised to be a beautiful spring day. Something that disgusted Baltimore the minute he opened his eyes. Uh, okay, uh, okay, well, was, okay, I'll read the next paragraph, but I'll read it reluctantly. Read the last paragraph. Slowly he got up. Okay, that's a good idea, actually. Little did he know this was only, this was only the start of a big adventure. A lot of trouble. Okay, I read the second last one. The kitten only meowed, stretching one of its tiniest paws towards him. Voldemort placed the box on the floor in the kitchen, eyeing the little thing and saying, Listen, you could stay here, as long as you don't annoy me. I've got evil things to plan. Yeah, I think that's enough. There's, by the way, there's, there's five chapters of that. Um, oh, each uh, one's about 
five hundred words each, I'd say. And I thought so we were wasting our time here yeah. recording. <laughs> recording was talking. <laughs> I'm, we are, but yeah. there's also Fifty Shades of AU. No, no, no. No, I'm not going to read any more. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Snape. Oh, I went to a I went to a Harry Potter fan fiction event in NYG once. It was horrible. It was. Oh. Did you contribute anything? Did you, play, no. did you play Quidditch? No, I just sat down and listened to people reading out their fan fiction. Oh, wow. It was kind of funny. Like, I mean, it was, it was horrendous. Like, it was, yeah, it was embarrassing. So. Hogwarts Exquisite Corpses. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hang up on him. Uh, do we have anything else to discuss? We're going to hang up on you, Dobie. Call somebody else. Oh, wow. Or do you have anything else to talk about? You can call more than one person at once. You know that, right? uh, not the way we have this set up. All right, okay. Well, um, We'd have to add you all to one group we'll and like, then call the group, uh, it would be, I think. No, we can't even do that on Snapchat. So can you? No. I'm on Messenger. Are you? Yeah. You don't don't bother. Just <sighs> Go enjoy the sun, Dolby. Yeah, go enjoy the sun. We, okay, I'm going to go for a swim. All right, enjoy your swim. Good luck and God Bye. bless. Christ. OnePlus have stopped selling OnePlus 3s. No. I didn't know there was a OnePlus 3. Yeah. yeah. Because they I ran out of they ran out of OnePlus 3s to sell. Oh. That's a good thing. Yeah, but like they're they're pausing it until September, like to like the end of September. Well, did you want to buy one? Uh yeah, I did. What's that yeah. ringing? Who are you ringing? Killy burn! Oh, right. uh, I don't think he'll answer. He'll answer the phone. You just go. Uh, <laughs> uh, he won't. He won't. He's not gonna answer. I put it on a group call for that paintball group to see who answers. No. Killian is busy right now. <laughs> All right, Lou. No, I want my computer back. Okay. We could ring my physio. Discuss my injuries. I don't trust you with my computer all that much. Ring Lulu. Two. Here, throw me the... You can call her. Oh, that's... No, call her on this. Oh, uh, no, messenger thing. Ah, it's not. All right, whatever. All right, I've got it set up here and it's fine. Okay. Oh, Snapchat. Harry who? Potter oh. and the Cursed Child. It's a... Congratulations, you've won a Deb's Day with Lucy and Waddy. Like, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, picked up. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Uh, hi. Hello? Uh, yeah, all right. Welcome to Daily Weekly. <laughs> Glad someone else said something there. You be pranked! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Lou. What? <laughs> I didn't. This wasn't my idea. All right, I'm hanging up. Oh, no, she's not even there. Okay. Okay. That was funny. <laughs> I got punked. Uh, she didn't play things the old-fashioned way. What was the other piece of music? Sabotage. Bojack intro. Beastie Boys. Sabotage. Sabotage. Oh. What's this? Sabotage. 
Oh, you got that wrong. Yeah. Well. Yep. yep. Got it wrong. I wonder what the lyrics for Sabotage are. The lyrics video. Should some Shane play the BoJack theme song? Theme song. Do I have it? Just oh, YouTube. Quality song. Yeah. Just play it on YouTube. It's such it's a quality song. Play it through oh this song. Yep. I can't stand it, I know you planned it. I'm gonna set it straight, this water gate. I can't stand rocking when my when I'm in when I'm in here because your crystal ball ain't so crystal clear. So while you sit back and wonder why I got this fucking thorn in my side, oh my god, it's a mirage. I'm telling y'all it's sabotage. Oh fuck. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Bojack theme song, please. Oh, I can't stand. I know you planned it. I'm <laughs> gonna sit hey, it straight. Hey, Lois. It's Just Watergate. Hey, Lois. It's Peter. <laughs> wow. You're a you're a stupid, <laughs> stupid hey, man. Hey, Lois. <laughs> hey, Lois. Hey, Lois. I know how I'm gonna deal with the. You're bar- a stupid, <laughs> stupid man, Peter. Stupid, <laughs> stupid man. <laughs> Hello, fat, hello, fat man. <laughs> I'm gonna do it all. I'm gonna do it. Hello, fat man. Hello, fat man. Peter, will you take me to the park today? No, Stewie, I gotta go to work today. <laughs> You're a stupid man, Peter. No, Stewie, I gotta show the African Americans I understand their cause. <laughs> I can't do voices. Play the BoJack theme music. I mean, fool. normally Lucian is literally the single worst okay. person. You do a pretty good job of Family Guy. Although it's pretty easy to do Family Guy. Not as good as Griffin. I can't do. The last episode. Oh right. no, that's so bad. The last episode. Is that working? We'll oh, the... No, it's not working. No, nope. this one first. Very famous. No one wants to hear this. Play the opening music. Uh, it, it, it's all right. Mike, have you listened to any of the last episode of The Right Hook? No. Oh, we should play some of it here. No. I, I, I want to listen to it myself. Oh, it's. Um, Mike. Th- Is that playing through the. Is that playing? Yeah, that's playing. Yeah, yeah. Can you not hear it? Oh, I can, but I'm not sure if I'm listening to it. No, no, it's fine, yeah. The drums are so good. Oh, I know, yeah. This is your song of the week on Daily Weekly? Yeah. Last week's song was The Troubles by U2. Do you think Buzzhub's nice at the moment? Uh, I have like it's a Buzzhub's theme at the moment is temporary. I'm going to change it back. It's nice enough, like. Not, I like the use it's not of flashy. The, I like the use of the Guardian-esque font there. Yeah. Did you get any old photos of Mike for his Instagram there today? I'll get a few. 
that song is so freaking good. I know, yeah. I wonder, does he have any more stuff like this? Okay. Buzzhub site. I'm going to change it back next month to the old theme, though. So. It's a little bit of, um... I mean, the mobile looks better. The mobile looks good. I like the logo up the top, how it kind of uh, yeah. embeds in the thing. That's a special Harry Potter logo for this week. All right. I know, we need something new, like he's he's been... I've got a load of them photos. Too many photos of my face. No, I know, but we had the old hat one last week. That's Take why. Take a picture new. of my shoe or something interesting. Like shoe. Can you do a handstand? No. Wow, this part is weird. Oh, it's great. It's a bit out of character. Ah, it's good. Doesn't sound like Bojack. No, it's just like a solo life. Yeah, I guess. It's cool beat in the back er, It's It's a great sax playing, though. It's really good sax playing, like. I wonder who did the sax on this. Yeah. Wait, what instruments are in that? Like, what's the kind of... So there's like a, it's, it's a classic kind of Pat Carney synth sound. Yeah. He's playing the drums, obviously. That's like classic Pat Carney drums. Um, so you can hear they have uh, orchestral instruments and like a synth. That's like a synthy thing. There's a bass and like. There's just not really that much information about the song itself. It's called um, Deep Sea Dreams. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's why it sounds kind of underwater. Yes. Yeah. Fits well with it's the... It's got um, that... Boom, 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 oh, shit. Boom. Shane, give me, the, give me the cable there. I want to play... All right. When it finishes. I think I'm after rewinding a bit. Ah, whatever. All right, it's only a minute left. Okay, so his uncle... Ralph Carney, yeah, the since So Carney's underscoring. What's making that? Like, kind of That's a synth. That's a synth. Yeah. Yeah, they don't really. I think. I love when Daily Weekly like turns into an episode of Song Exploder. Just like, what's those sounds? Yeah. Do you ever listen to Song Exploder? Uh. It's a really good podcast. Yes, I do. The guy who does yeah. that, he does the West Wing podcast I listen to as well. Yeah. Like he yeah, Song Exploder is great. Yeah. Like the guy who does that, uh, Harishi Hirway or whatever, he does a West Wing podcast with one of the actors from the West Wing, and they watch every episode. It's that sax at the end. Shane DeCable. Okay. So Ralph Carney, Patrick Carney's uncle, plays the sax on it. Nice. He's a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, and Patrick... Patrick... Yeah, he's, he's a professional sax player. Patrick Carney plays, like, guitar, bass, as well as drums. Michael, tell me if you recognize what this is. This is the Jason Bourne. Is it? Yeah. I haven't heard this before. Yeah. The It's like, it could be a really great song. Yeah. With that... And then it just turns That's into a complete cluster. It's just, it just turns into, like... This doesn't sound sounds okay. It's kind of shy. It reminds me of um, like uh, Ocean's Eleven kind of yeah. thing at the oh, beginning. See, but David Holmes did Ocean's Eleven. I've met him. 
cool guy. What a oh, no, soundtrack. Sorry, like. the song is Sea of Dreams. Sea of Dreams. Yeah. With his actual words. No, that's just the name of the song. No, I'm saying the oh. actual lyrics to this. What the hell is this? Wait, what's with this Bojack under the sea thing? Oh, it's an episode, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole episode under the sea with like no water. It's like SpongeBob. No, it's kind of like SpongeBob, but there's no talking. It's really weird. It's kind of really claustrophobic. Because the way that they're like wearing the helmet. He has a helmet on the whole time, so he can't hear anything. It's really. This is the music from Suicide Squad. To be honest, the Bourne music is better than this. It hasn't picked up yet. Okay. Quite cliche. Actually, I'll play the music from uh, the Dawn of Justice music. It's actually really good. Yeah, this isn't too bad. It's it's terrible. This hasn't even started yet. Like this oh, is right. the intro bit. <laughs> okay, this is terrible. This is by this is by the guy who did Gravity, which was such good music. I can make that noise with my mouth. Like I like that piano there. But he doesn't use it well at all. That's shit. It is pretty shit. Wait, wait till the kettle drums. The Zimmer influence. Oh, yeah, the kettle drum. <laughs> oh no, Sea of Dreams must be the episode then. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Oh! oh. Carbon! <laughs> Sesh! <laughs> Alcoholic oh, beverages! <laughs> this, however, is the opening theme. This is Bruce Wayne theme from Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. It's really good. It's actually really good. This part is not good. So this is the, like, Batman's parents getting killed, him falling down the well sort of theme. I like it a lot. It's the best thing in the film. This is Zimmer. Yeah, it's classy Zimmer, right? But he's trying to move away from his Batman, from his Dark Knight music. Like, yeah, so yeah. he's doing the opposite, and it's, yeah, yeah. it's good. Like, But the rest of the music in the film is not as good as this at all. This is the best thing in it. Right? Yeah, this is classic. You know, like the simplicity of it. Yeah, is yeah. The this is when he's at that's what gives it away yeah, yeah. this is when he's at his, his best like, yeah. but I don't know his, his like his interstellar music is like one of the best scores of all time but like generally I would rather listen to Thomas Newman than listen to Hans Zimmer probably I don't know oh interstellar is well it depends on the yeah I don't know like Hans Zimmer's music play, is I better I play for, the interstellar stuff on the piano it's great oh, it's such great stuff oh, it's to play so good, yeah. especially if you have an organ <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you if you just happen to have a church organ yeah if you just have one lying around Arcade Fire have I mean, lying around there's there's like Ten working church organs. It's very like a full-on like proper yeah, wind, yeah, yeah, like yeah, pipe yeah. organ. Like they're, they're. I mean, he used one for. They're they're so expensive like, to like. He went to a church to record that stuff. Yeah, yeah. in in England, in London, right? Um, I mean, like Hansa have one, but it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, like they're very hard to come by. 
this is really good. This is really good. Super well recorded too. Mm. Diamond absolutes. <laughs> no, Ben Affleck goes on this rant about there's a voiceover and he goes, There are things in life, diamond absolutes. But that was all a lie. That sounds like Morgan Freeman, not Ben Affleck. <laughs> Absolute vodka. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. Morgan. That's pretty good, actually. Morgan Freeman. I, I, it sounds More like than Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. When I first came to Shawshank. They said, Red, we need your help. We need you to get us things. I said, Go deeper. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I don't. You just want to make Lou, make a cock out of Lou. Ben Hur. Nobody listens to this. Yeah. Ben Hur remake. Was that out yet? It's out in two weeks. I don't care. <laughs> next week, actually. Next Friday. Really excited about the Ben Hur remake. Ah, but like, if they properly bird. like advertise that, would they not not make a shitload of money? They would. I mean, there's, there's. Did I read you the thing about the marketing? Like, they're huh. they're trying to now sell it to Christian people. Oh, okay. they're trying to sell it to the people who liked the Bible <laughs> miniseries. <laughs> okay. Huh? They figured that the Ben Hur is not going to be successful with like normal people, Hollywood audiences. What's this? This is Ralph Carney's website. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Wait, that noise is what... He played with Elvis Costello. He played with um, uh, Tom Waits. Nice. He's a professional saxophonist. Saxophonist. (laughs) Saxophonist. (laughs) Recordings. He's an interesting looking guy. With the beat dogs. Solo recordings. Incredible dogs. Serious jazz project. Carney Ball Johnson. <laughs> Carney Ball Johnson. I want to hear this. Oh, you have to buy it. Oh. Buying music. Jesus. I've never done that in my life. Ugh, <laughs> uh, what happened? This isn't. Ugh, uh, what happened? Ralph Carney. No, I'm not playing this. This is new. What is this? Tiny Temper. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's no. good. Let's go. Oh, some remix. The song is the shit. Oh, this is just one of these pop songs that still play it on the radio. Like, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. We bring the stars out. We bring the women and the cars and the cards out. Let's have a toaster celebration. Get a glass out. We can do this until we pass out. Let it rain. Until we hit the ground and pass out. I'm in charge now. I'm a star and I brought my fucking cast out. I live a very, very, very wild lifestyle. Heidi and Audrina eat your heart out. I used to listen to you don't want to bring arms house. I've got so many clothes, I keep some at my aunt's house. Disturbing London, baby, we're about to... Soon I'll be the king like Prince Charles child, yeah. And there ain't nobody fresher, semester to semester, raving with the freshers. 20 light bulbs round my table and my dresser. CLC compressor, just in case I don't impress her. Check out my Dexter, say hello to Uncle Fester. There's something, something in my necklace, some crazy detectors. G shucks, I got a crazy dumb collection. Haters, I can't fucking hear your reception, yeah. We bring the stars out. We bring the women and the cars and the cards out. Let's have a toaster celebration, get a glass out. 
And we can do this until we pass out. Oh, let it rain. I have Tiny Tempa's album, The Discovery, on CD. And Ooh. I listen to it all the time. Even though there's only two good songs on it. Yeah, it was meant to last me 24 hours, right? Okay, we're That's good. A- they say hello. They say hello, they say hola, and they say bonjour. I'm pissed I never got to fly on the Concord. I've been Southampton, but I've never been to Scunthorpe. I'm fucking crazy when the kids call me John Claude. I'm about to be a bigger star than my mom thought. Cause every day I've got a groupie at my front door. Now I drive past the bus I used to run for. Where's my fucking clap? Where's my encore? I walk alone, cause I was born alone. I trips her for fun, I never ever call her phone. I leave her in the club, I'll never ever walk her home. DL the fucking foundation, I'm the cornerstone. I'm fairly famous, I'm sorta known. And if your son doesn't, I bet your daughter knows. Check out my visual, check out my audio. Extraordinario, hope you enjoy the show. We bring the women and the cars and the... We bring the women and the cars <laughs> and the cars. And let's have a toast, a celebration, get a glass out. And you can do this until you pass out. It rains. Let it pour away and we won't come down. Until we hit the ground and pass out. Yeah, 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 man. <laughs> Racist. Can we not get some a bit of reggae in the house? That's not racist. What are you <laughs> on about? <laughs> it's one of them songs everyone knows. I mean, you can consider then. Sting a racist then. <laughs> I know. Sting is in an episode of Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip as himself. It's really funny. Jerry Collins Jr. is the founding member of the BuzzHub team. <laughs> You're actually looking at BuzzHub. He's Buzz currently <laughs> in the position of film editor. He chips away at his wall with a penknife. Wait, who's... Oh, counting who's Jerry counting oh, down your... the days until Star Wars The Force Awakens. <laughs> came out six months ago. <laughs> He's I, still doing it. <laughs> I, only, I, only up, I only update the bios of these fake people every year or so. so. Can you turn on the headphones? Turn them down. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, thanks everybody. That is episode three of Daily Weekly. Thank you to Shane Kelly, Owen Doby, Michael McAndrew, and oh, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought no. we were. Oh shit! I forgot to turn on the recording. What? I forgot to turn on. It's oh, on. Did you actually? I'm not stupid. I know what red means. Oh, sake, Michael. I wish no, I was just trying to give you a heart attack. Leah, that's all. I know what red means. On. We'll be back very soon with on. episode four of Daily Blue Weekly. Blue means not. It'll flash three times and we'll turn it off. So it's <laughs> staring you in the face. <laughs>